Hello, Limitless Hairdressers, and welcome to the show. I am so excited to be bringing you this episode. We are sitting down with Miss Meg Scapani, a.k.a. Schmegs and Bacon. I'm sure you've seen her beautiful work all over the internet in magazines. She is just a fantastic artist and she's everywhere. And we got to sit down and have a more intimate conversation with her about pretty much everything. I mean, everything from delayed processing, downtime, singing in the car, karaoke, being on the BTC team, her inner dialogue, the Spice Girls, being an introvert and staying connected dealing with anxiety, and so much more. I'm so happy to have this conversation with her. She is just so much fun, and I really wanted you guys to hear her story beyond Instagram, beyond all of the beautiful pictures, and really get to hear her story. So plug in, tune out, and have some fun with me and Schmegs. Today, this episode is sponsored by the Limitless Hairdresser Meditation Album. If you're struggling with stress, anxiety, or just need some clarity in your life, head on over to www.kellymason.com backslash shop, kellymason.com backslash shop, and see how implementing simple meditations into your life can affect your career tremendously. There's also a free workbook that goes along with the four-track meditation album that will help you with your thoughts, slow down your mind, and get to living the life of your dreams because you deserve it and you deserve to be a limitless hairdresser. Ready to dive into this episode? Plug in and tune out. Can't wait to have this conversation with Schmeigs and Bacon. What up, girl? Hey. Hey. (laughs) I hear birds out there. It's going great. Hanging out in nature. Yeah, it's going great. It's just, you know, a nice crisp fall day. <laughs> Where are you at? DC? Um, I'm in, yeah, like right outside of DC in Rockville. Is it cold there? Kind of like a small little mini city. It's, yeah, I mean, it's starting to get cold. It's like, it was like 35 this morning, so. It's like freezing here. I feel like yeah, winter yeah. is coming. I'm in Game of Thrones I know, already. Like, I feel like, yeah. It just goes straight to winter. There's like no fall. <laughs> it's sad. Well, I'm yeah. super excited to have you on today. This is. I'm so pumped. I'm like really, really excited because we've kind of come. We came for full circle because we hung out. Was it last year? I know. Was it last year? Uh, I dragged probably, you onto Facebook Live I feel with me. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was last year. Yeah, that actually came up in my memory. It's like not that long ago. That was fun. Yeah, because I was in like I was in like Nevada or something when I called you because I was like doing it outside. Yes, you were in you were in the mountains or a desert or something. Yeah, I was in Reno, Nevada. I'm almost positive at like a restaurant, and we just like posted up and <laughs> did hair. That was super fun. So we should do that again. Yeah, it was really fun. Was yeah, fun. I'm down. I'm always down. Yes. So yes, girl. today. I am super pumped to talk to you about just whatever the heck we want to talk about. (laughs) Have a little conversation about life and things and all the things. Yes. Um, All the things. Yeah. So I, why don't you just start by talking about um, your Mm -hmm. journey to, it's a long journey. It's a short journey, but a long journey. You've had a lot going on. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I feel like I always say to people, like, 
I feel like it's been like 10 years, but I also feel like it's been like five minutes. Like some days feel like it's been really, really long. And then other days feel like it's been really, really short, but it's really only been like a little over a year and a half. So it's like a lot has been packed into that time. So sometimes like, I feel like I haven't, I'm a delayed processor. I don't know if like, you know what I mean, but like, I'll go to an event sometimes like I'll go to like the behind the chair show and then like everything is always like overwhelming and happens all like a lot happens at once and then I don't really ever process any of it until I get home and I'm like laying in my bed and it's quiet and then I like think about everything so like all these things that happen one after the next I feel like I just haven't had time to process some of them because like in that quiet downtime that I usually wait for like something else happens so like I just don't you know what I mean? Like, oh, it just, yeah. so it's funny because, like, it does feel very, very fast, but then it, so much has happened. It just doesn't even seem like all of that could happen in such a short amount of time, but it so, sure has. So, you say so. a year and a half was it? Has it been a year and a half since you've had your license, or like a year and a half since? Like, yeah. Yeah? That's it? No, it's been a year and a half since I got my license. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so like I did an apprenticeship, so that was two year program. So I did that for two years and then got my license and then um, shortly Blew after got, got my license. <laughs> well, I won the student Meg award the before scene. I even had my license. So that was like even crazier because I was just like shampooing people and then like <laughs> life blew up <laughs> in a good way. But like it just like, was very very crazy I feel like I feel like a lot's happened and like I haven't necessarily somebody asked me recently about teaching classes and I was thinking I just I haven't taken any like I just mm-hmm. I've taught a lot because people have been asking me to but I feel like I just I'm craving like being the student you know because I haven't really done that since I started because things just happen so fast so I've like yeah I don't know just you're like a hair crazy. prodigy Everybody says that and it's such a weird thing like to hear about yourself because I'm just like I feel like I'm just like winging it every single day. So well, it's just like <laughs> you have you were you an artist like, before you started doing hair? Like, doing um, art I like to draw. Yeah, so yeah, naturally like just expressive. Yeah, I've always done like actually like was super into music before I ever started doing anything like mm. um Do you sing? art related. Can you sing yeah. For us? I uh, girl, don't you dare! I'm like, you just, well, I've seen your carpool like, karaoke, and I'm oh, somewhat I'm like envious that I wish I was in that car. No, I'm obsessed. But like, oh, girl, come on in. Yeah, I know. I'm just like super obsessed with the voice. I love it. But like, if you ask me to sing, all of a sudden I'm really shy. Although I do definitely like fake audition during the commercials when I'm watching the voice, and my roommate like definitely hears that. So I think you just got to be the right setting. <laughs> do you do real karaoke? <laughs> I have done it, like, a couple times, but, like, I'm so stage fright. Like, I really can't. Like, it has to just be, like, in my car by myself or, like, in what's my your, room. What's your karaoke song? Go to. Um, you can God, only sing love, one like, song ever. So many. Mine's um, mm. Like a Prayer That's by M- Madonna. so hard. That's uh, my go-to. My so husband good. recorded me singing it one time at a wedding. It was cute, but maybe not attractive. <laughs> that's amazing I don't know 
I don't know because I don't get up and do karaoke very often, but I feel like I probably would pick like some Spice Girls song. You know? Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Love the Spice Girls. But yeah, I don't know. But okay. I grew up playing the violin, so I was always like super into music and then um actually didn't even take any art classes until like in high school in my senior year I took a drawing class and then really liked it. Um I mean I always took like art like you take in school, but I never like took anything after that or took like a special interest in it until I got older. Like um, those pictures that you had on, I, I saw them somewhere. I think you made shirts or something. Did you draw those? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. See, so that's like, amazing. I love to draw like that kind of stuff, but that didn't come until later on. Like, I feel like, like I was telling you about like the delayed processing. I feel like I'm just a delayed individual. Like everything always happens later on. Like, I don't know why, but yeah, I didn't start doing drawing really until like later. Maybe because you're just so in the moment that you experience everything for what it is. And then later on, you're like, oh, my God, that really happened. Almost kind of like a dream. (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel like I'm literally walking in a dream like most of the time. It's a weird feeling. Does that feel good to you or does it make you feel like or is it overwhelming because it's so much? It's overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. It usually overwhelms me. And I feel like, um, yeah, like, I don't know, like, I feel like. I have a hard time being present sometimes because I get really overwhelmed by like everything that's happening. Like I'm really introverted. So when I go to like hair shows or go to big events, like I get overwhelmed quickly and like, there's not a ton of time necessarily to have to yourself Mm -hmm. in those situations. And like, I've just kind of learned to just really be like strict about it. Otherwise I just like, I'm so, I just will shut down because it's like, yeah, it overwhelms me a lot. Um, I like it, but it just like, I get really overwhelmed for sure. And to be better about disconnecting in general, like from social media, from people, like, because, you know, we're around people all the time. So it's like, that is so true. I haven't figured that balance out. I feel like uh, a lot of hairdressers that I talk to are like, oh, I'm really actually an introvert. I'm really actually an introvert, which is so funny because we're we're kind of forced to uh, tap into our extrovert maybe nature that's not really natural for us for to, sure to talk to people all the time and be present for people and take care of people and, yeah and now you're in this whole other world where you're at events and you're on stage didn't you just teach on stage or do a presentation yeah. at um the behind the chair show yeah yeah it's it's weird like because I feel like I, I really love people and like talking to people like I love like that especially like with certain people like finding that like level of connection mm-hmm. where you're on the same that same level that same wavelength um and I have it with like a lot of my clients I love my clients but like so like I do love talking to people but I just my energy just gets depleted really fast and like when I was at the show it I had a great it was great this year like I feel like the energy there was really awesome and like I was really busy most of the time because I was on stage twice I was on stage for two different brands so like there was a lot going on so like obviously a lot of prep work a lot of like behind the scenes stuff and then like rehearsals and all of that so it was like pretty constant um not like really any downtime which was fine because I was busy doing stuff that I wanted to do you know like you don't notice it during the day but then I feel like when you do finally sit down (laughs) like for me like when I do finally sit down like 
and there's there's quiet like that's when I process stuff so like I just yeah it was really crazy being on stage I I was really excited like most of the weekend and then right before I went on stage I like freaked out like I literally like had a panic attack <laughs> I don't know what I know I don't know where it came from like I was like like I said I was like fine and then I just got like so nervous right before and like yeah I don't know I think it was because I I don't think I realized how many people were in the audience and then like I forget who was on stage before us, but I went around, like, the curtain to watch them because I really wanted to see them. And then I, like, looked at the crowd, and it was, like, packed. Because the day that I was on, the last day, Tuesday, was, like, the color day. So, like, a lot of people stayed for that. And I guess I was, like, thinking that it was the last day, so, like, a lot of people wouldn't be there. And it was quite the opposite. And I think that's what did me in because before I was, like, fine. And then I just, like, freaked out. How many people were in that audience? I don't, I mean, at least 3,000, I feel like. <gasps> yeah. Oh like, my gosh. there was over 3,000 people went, and like that room was full. People were standing. Wow. I didn't yeah. make it out um, this year. I was there last year. And, uh, yeah. But this year I didn't get to make it out, but that's a lot of people to be standing in front yeah. of. Yeah. I've never done that. Could in you my see life. them? Like, sometimes when I you're could. on stage, it's like everything just looks black and you're talking to light. On stage, not really. I could see like some of them but I I honestly don't think I even looked out I don't think I even looked anywhere except for the back of my model's head once I got on stage because I was so like do the paralyzed hair. do the hair yeah I was like just focus like I literally stood there for like 30 seconds when I first got on stage and like just touched my model's hair I wasn't even doing anything because I just like <laughs> forgot what I was supposed to do like we had rehearsed a million times and I just like stood there and was like poking her hair and then I was like oh my god do something like in my head I'm like what are you doing like oh like I'm afraid to even watch it back I'm just not gonna go there you gonna leave it <laughs> you'll be like, call it a day <laughs> you're gonna watch it back with your inner dialogue and be like I was thinking oh, about god. like nothing I was thinking about peeing trying not to pee my pants because I was so terrified <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my gosh that's great so, but yeah um, it was cool. it was cool but scary um so you want to talk about your behind the chair adventure for a little bit like what's what's up with that what are you doing now what's different from like last year what's going on um so now I'm doing like a lot of behind the chair campaigns okay. like on the BTC team, which has been really fun. Yeah, um, tell us a little bit about so I that because I think everybody's okay. a little confused about it. So I get to basically like work with certain brands. So basically brands are um, working on reinventing certain things like education and reach and um, yeah. So like they're collaboration. basically like their Instagrams and their imagery like they are working on like updating and reinventing that. So what they're doing is like behind the chair is having influencers create content for those brands. So they have like what's on trend and what's cool and like what people are, are wanting right now. Mm -hmm. They have that content to post on their page. So it's like basically like we are creating stuff for them to use for their for whatever, like their Instagram, their social media. Okay. So like a brand will come I guess, and ask for, like, like a certain brand. So, like, each brand has, like, a vibe, you know? So, like, somebody will – so, like, TG will be, like, hey, we need someone to, like, do – create imagery for us. And then, like, behind the chairs, like, who do we know that, like, would fit that vibe, you know? And then they, they set you up with the brand, and you get to create content for them and 
do stuff for them, which is really fun. It's been, I've had a really great time doing it. And like, I've always kind of wanted to do like content creation stuff. So it's been kind of like, I don't know, like I get to just basically like, like create content and like have photo shoots, which is like my favorite thing to do. And then like that brand gets something that they can, you know, use for their page. I get like to do what I love to do and get paid for it, which is really great. So it's like kind of like a win-win. So it's been really fun. I've done like probably like five, maybe five or six campaigns so far. And everybody's great. Like it's really nice because I think that people, um, I think it's changing the relationships that people have with brands. So like Mm -hmm. not every brand, you know, I feel like some people are like, you know, like brands are, they don't want to pay you. Like they take advantage of you. People have these like ideas about brands. And I think obviously like you're always going to have some that are, that you have about it. You all that are really, really great. I think it's just about finding the right fit and working with a brand that you actually really like. So like, I don't think that I could ever, you know, work for a brand or represent a brand that I didn't genuinely like their products, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. That's just how I've always felt. And like ever since I first started and started getting like messages from brands and stuff on Instagram, like, Hey, like we'll send you this product. If you, you know, post about it, like that kind of thing. Like I've always been very open from the, from the second that I started. And I'm glad that I've been this way. Cause I have a hard time speaking up sometimes, but mm-hmm. I've always been very adamant about like not being exclusive unless it's like something that I feel like I could be, but I, I'm just, I feel like as an artist, like I can never be exclusive to one line of color because I have like favorite shades in different lines, especially with direct eyes. There's certain like styling products that I love, like from one line. And then I like the spray in another line. Like, so I've always been like very adamant about that. And one thing that's really awesome about the BTC team is the contracts are not exclusive. So you can do whatever you want as long as you are doing like what you're required to do, mm-hmm. but you can, you can still use whatever you want and post about whatever you want, which is really great. So I love that. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, it's been really awesome. Like, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, who so doesn't far, it's want been really to fun. collaborate with other people and create art and do photo shoots? That sounds like a blast. Yeah, it's great. Like, the, the non-exclusivity is, like, the biggest thing for me. It's been really, really cool to get to do that and work with people and not have that pressure to not, you know, use other stuff or feel like you have to be, like, not authentic about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's no pressure for that at all, which yeah. is really, really... Well, bloggers have been doing this for years, you know? Yeah, for sure. This is like the thing. And then, you know, these style, like lifestyle bloggers and people like that, that kind of used Instagram as their platform to drive traffic to their blog. um, Yeah. is is all been this exact same way. So I feel like it's really interesting because the beauty industry is starting to take on so many different aspects from other avenues and we're kind yeah. of like growing and developing our own new wave. And I think it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. It's super cool. It is really cool. Yeah, like, it totally is. You know, now we're bringing in like, I mean, we're on a podcast and we're hairdressers. Yeah, I'm it's not really like cool. a, I'm not like an anchor or a broadcast yeah. journalist. <laughs> well, I feel like, I feel like social media has just like given people so many channels and platforms and like, we just... I don't know. I feel like hairdressers are having such a moment. Like everybody's looking oh, to like their ha- what their hairdressers doing. Like you know what I mean. Like Can people that like be a hashtag? not even just your clients. Hairdresser moment. What moment? Hairdresser moment. Seriously, I a feel like people moment. really like it's <laughs> hashtag hairdressers 
are having a moment. That's a long <laughs> hashtag. Hairdresser moment. True. Hairdresser moment. Yeah. We dubbed I another one like in a are. different interview. Uh, hashtag oh my goddess. I love that. Yeah, it's a good one hey, too. That is a good one. <laughs> People started using it too. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's hilarious. The hashtag I love oh my that. goddess. I was like, oh my god, it's happening. That's amazing. Uh, oh my goddess. But it really, it really is. We. We are truly in a time, and this is this has kind of been the theme of this whole like limitless hairdresser movement and the podcast because it's all about you can do whatever you want. Like yeah. screw all of the things that people have told us we can't do or that we're not going to make enough money or, you know, go to college first and then maybe go be a hairdresser. You know, we've had so many people telling us things yeah. that make us create limits in our minds and when in reality for sure we can do whatever we want and te- it's so you know, true the 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 caveat there is that technology is giving us this capability but it's also um putting a lot of pressure yeah we're, we're putting the pressure on ourselves i mean let's just be real like the internet isn't like I am putting pressure on you, but we right. we we have been already conditioned yeah. to to have insecurities and to not believe in ourselves to to a certain extent. So it's like a blessing and a curse, right? Because you have this yeah, huge absolutely. platform, but also then once you get it, like we were talking about before we got on the call, you know, once you get to a certain level of success or you've experienced a tremendous amount of growth, it does. It's not like it just all of a sudden everything's easy. It's not all of yeah. a sudden everything gets easier. It actually gets harder to combat that, you know, internal dialogue and that, you know, those those things that go on in our minds. As, yeah, for sure. As you get bigger. And yeah, I think definitely. that's what shies so many people away. I don't think it's that people <clears throat> are necessarily afraid of, you know, the work it takes to get successful. I think it's a little bit of fear around, what happens when I get there? Like, who am I going to be? Like, what am I going to do? What yeah. will that be like? Is it going to be too much? Do I want that kind of life? What if I like yeah. what I got going on now? So I know it's a lot. Like how, what is your inner dialogue kind of like at this point? Like you are experiencing a lot of success. You really are having an opportunity to kind of choose which path you want to go down, what kind of things that you want to experience in your career. What, yeah. what kind of goes on in your mind at this point? Um, I mean, I feel like I honestly, like I just, I kind of feel like I have no idea. Cause it's like <laughs> <laughs> when I first started my Instagram, I was working at a salon that was like pretty conservative, like suburban, just like mostly like root touch-ups highlights which like is fine but just like wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do I wanted to do like more creative color and like creative styling so I started my Instagram for that reason to see if I could like get people to come in so in the beginning it was strictly to get different type of clients and this was before I was even doing like getting to do hair um and I actually started off like being super obsessed with braiding and doing braiding and styling on like I found a girl who actually is still my client and you've definitely seen her on my Instagram before but I found her randomly she came in for like we had an orbe educator come teach us like an editorial styling class and I actually wasn't even there for the class I missed the class because I was sick 
but this girl came in and she had like really long hair and my old boss was like hey there's a girl here that's been like looking for you know that loves to braid like your hair is perfect and we ended up like connecting over Instagram she came in and I the first day she came in I braided her hair for like four hours she was like okay like I have to go I was like okay fine so she like left and then after that we you know she was a a fashion blogger too so like she liked it because then she had like something to blog about and like photos to use for her page whatever and then I was like hey like what are you doing with your color and then we like started talking about her color and then you know I just like snatched her up and started like doing colors and stuff on her and braiding whatever but but that was like why I started my Instagram in the beginning to get people to come in because I wanted to do something different than what I was what was coming into the salon that I was at and then once I started getting people to come and I started like being able to like practice on people and like posting photos like I started just being like wow this is like really really great like because originally I wasn't even like I wasn't even like ever thinking that I would do hair so it just kind of like happened slowly in the beginning like the progression like was this when you were a manager yeah okay so this was before I even like started started doing hair and then I was always like super I really liked social media but then like once I started be doing an apprenticeship and like, I was like mostly just like shampooing and cleaning the salon. I wasn't really doing hair. And then, um, I started like, I got like the green light to like bring people into practice on. And that's when I started my Instagram, like to try to get people to come in and then got people to come in and like things just started like coming together. Um, I met my client, Emily, who's the one that I do the pink bob on all mm-hmm. the time. She came in for a model call. Then, like, I had her. And I started, like, collecting a handful of girls that would let me, like, kind of do whatever I wanted. And it's funny because, like, most of them I still have today, which is, like, ew, I'm so dramatic. I'm, like, acting like it's been 10 years. It's literally been a year and a half. <laughs> most of them, like, still let me do their hair, which is great. But, um, yeah, so, like, that was why I started Instagram in the beginning and then entered behind the chair when I first heard about it. I was, like, for some reason, I was, like... I had started following a bunch of influencers. Like, I was following, like, Rebecca Taylor and, like, mm-hmm. Larissa and a bunch of people that were, like, big on social media when I first started. And I was like, wow, like, they did this, like, from Instagram. Like, this is so cool. Like, I want to do this. And, like, I found, like, started following behind the chair. And I was like, this is so cool. Like, I want to enter this competition. Like, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, I have to be there. Like, I have to get myself. And I just, like, stayed after work. I stayed after hours. I took so many models. Like, I just, like, was like, I want to be there. Mm-hmm. And got nominated went to the show by myself like literally so terrified I, I don't think I realized that I didn't know one soul that was there until that I was got me there last year and oh I was like God. hi are you uh Schmecked and bacon can you be my friend <laughs> I was like you're like right, yeah exactly. girl I was hey like, oh God. Like, I was like I hey don't. come on over because I have no friends either <laughs> I was just oh so God. afraid because I wasn't afraid but I didn't know anyone and you're just in this sea of people who all seemed yeah. like they knew each other. Yeah. So I was like, just find someone and say hi. That's weird. <laughs> I know. Seriously. It's like such a weird thing. Yeah. I like set my bags down in the hotel room. And then like, you know how like when you get settled somewhere, you're like, all right, let me I'm gonna text so-and-so and like see what they're up to. I was like, oh God, I know nobody. Like I literally don't know anyone. So I like had this little backpack and like I had Beats headphones and I like put my Beats on and like I was like walking from the convention center to the um to the hotel that I was staying at so I like was walking there and like had my beats on and like went to the convention center was like walking around the connection center like such a nerd first year that I went was so great though because like and it's still great like definitely like everything that's happened is really great but the first year was gold because I got there and I didn't know anyone 
And I just sat in the front row and I watched every single show and just like soaked in and all the education. I literally started crying when I was watching the Art & Co show because I was like so inspired. Like it was so great. It was so great. Like it was amazing. I didn't know anyone like, obviously like I'm grateful for the relationships that I've made now. Like don't get me wrong, but like it was just a completely different experience because I just walked in there like knowing nobody. I was definitely like scared and nervous for sure and like sat in the front row, watched every show, like just soaked everything in. And like, it's just a weird thing to be like, now the person that's on stage that I was watching, it's just like completely come, like this year was a big year for me at the show because it was like, I felt full circle, but it felt full circle in like such a short amount of time. It was almost like, what is going on? Like I was just sitting in this audience, like watching these people on stage being like, I want to be up there one day. And it just like, like you were saying earlier, you can literally do anything that you want to do. And it's like, I said that from the beginning, I was like, I started my Instagram. I was like, I have to be at that show. Like, I want to be there. Like, I want to get nominated. Like, I have to, like, I have to be there. And then I just, like, did everything that I could to get there, ended up getting there. And then when I was sitting in the front row watching all the shows, I was like, I want to be on that stage one day. Like, I got to figure out how to do that. And then, like, I was on that stage last year. And I'm like, definitely have had a lot of help for sure. Like, I definitely have had a lot of help. And it's like, I'm so grateful. Like, I've had so many opportunities that have been presented to me. But, like, I've also not really turned any of them down. Even if I was, like, super scared, I just kind of, like, always try to say yes to everything. So, like, I don't know. I think at this point now, like, I'm just kind of, like, I don't really know what's next, to be honest. Like, I'm really liking working with brands and doing content creation. Like, doing photo shoots is what I love the most. And, like, I'm starting to really like to do, like, creative, like, photos and videos and stuff. And, like, I really like doing like there's a couple of people that I follow on Instagram that they just call themselves like creative directors or like content creators is what they're like what they call themselves I guess but like Mm -hmm. I really like that a lot like that's where I feel the most inspired and like the most in my element is like like after I've done like a color and a style like behind the camera like you know setting up a cool photo shoot like taking the photos like that's my favorite part I feel like so I don't know expression yeah, Just definitely. Getting it like, all I out. Don't, yeah, and, like, putting it all together. Like, I love – that's my favorite – that's my favorite thing to do. So definitely, like, something along those lines. Um, but it's, I don't really know. Like, hearing you say your whole journey about how that all just happened is so cool because, you know, we, we always say this, like, you can do anything and, you know, go for it and, and, you know, the world is yours. But when I'm hearing you talk about this – it's so beyond that because you have such a strong intention, like focus. Yeah. And and do you, do you do like visualizing? Like, do you imagine yourself at the end result? Like being, you know, you must, yeah. you must even like totally. subconsciously be like, yeah, this is what I want. This is how it's going to be. And nothing is getting in my way. Yeah. And it's funny. Just go like, for I it. Don't like ever see myself as a planner and like, like, I'm just so, I'm such a disorganized person. Like, I don't, just cannot plan anything. Like, mm-hmm. even when it comes to, like, doing a creative color, people will literally be like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I have no idea. And, like, my client's sitting in my chair. Well, that's and the I'm cool like, thing about being a hairdresser is y- you don't have to be a planner. And a lot of it, honestly, just comes from feeling and, totally. like, expressing yourself. And I think that's so yeah. cool because you, all you really need to have is a really strong intention. Yeah, and yeah. just so, like, know where you want to go, and then everything else like, just flows. 
Totally. Yeah. I feel like I, I for sure have always like, since I started, like, it's a, yeah, it's definitely like a visualization for sure. Like I'll, I'll picture myself. Like sometimes I won't know what it looks like, but I'll still like, like I won't have an, a clear picture of like, I don't have, right now I don't have a clear picture of what the future looks like for me, but I know that it's, I know which direction it is. And I know like what makes me like feel the most creative and the most inspired and like so I know like what direction I'm going mm-hmm. like I don't necessarily like I have visuals for sure of like me being a creative like a creative director and like creating my own content and stuff but I don't know like where it would be or who it would be with or like that kind of thing like but I have that that like track set kind of mm-hmm. so I know what I know what applies to that what doesn't apply to that so like I like working behind the turn. I love my clients for sure, but I definitely feel like I want to start working with like models and, mm-hmm. you know, getting photographers and like that kind of stuff. Like, like I'm going to go do, um, intercafure and in, like next week. Ooh. And I know I'm really excited. And I'm like, it sounds like I've, I've never been. And I honestly like don't know a ton about it, but I'm like super excited because like I've looked it up and looked into it. And like, it seems like something that would be super cool and inspiring for me to like be a part of um so I'm bringing like one of my girls with me that it's a models for me a lot to come and like get I get to do like creative color and kind of do my own thing like I get to do pretty much whatever I want um and that's really awesome so like things like that like I feel like even if I don't have a clear visual I know what I'm trying to explain it I don't know I'm not explaining well but even if I don't know exactly what it is I know what I do want and what I don't want so Mm -hmm. like I'm trying to go towards the things that, like, do you ever, like, have that feeling, like, like, you have to, I feel like you have to listen to your body, and sometimes, like, you feel, you can feel it in your body if it's, like, something that's good for you and something that's not good for you. For sure. So, I'm, like, try to listen to that when I ha- when I'm presented with opportunities. Like, I try to say yes to everything, but, like, sometimes I'll get a feeling where I'm, like, mm, like, I don't necessarily know, like, if that's for me. And in the beginning, I was, like, terrified to say no. Like, if I say no, like, they're never, they're not going to ask me again. They're not going to ask me if I say no. Like, and I was, like, a yes person, like, like, to the point sometimes, like, I overextended myself for sure. But, like, I think now I'm learning to kind of, like, listen more to my body about, like, what opportunities are good for me and what aren't. And so, like, trying to just, like, stay towards stay with that. Well, that's one of uh, the eight principles. So for Limitless Hairdress, we have eight principles. They're kind Mm -hmm. of like a core, core values to basically live your life in a way that feels like it's in the flow and one of them is called heart forward and it essentially is like if it comes into your head so if you think about it or you're imagining it or you visualize something like it like an inspired thought you're like oh I want to be on the behind the chair stage or I want to win an award okay it's a thought and then you take it to your heart so you take it to your heart so that it's not like a reactive uh a reaction take it to your heart and if it feels good so that's like your intuition like your feeling like you're talking about then you do it out with your hands so it's called head heart hands yeah that just like you find it way better <laughs> I was, like trying to like explain that that's like exactly, in a nutshell it's exactly right 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 yeah I was rambling but yeah that's yeah <laughs> so yeah, it's it so. totally you know you're already doing all, all of these things like it's it's like you just are already there you subconsciously embody all of these elements like you just live your life i mean from an outside perspective you live your life in such the flow 
and not in a path of resistance where some people live life in a lot of resistance and it feels really hard and mucky and everything feels like it's against you. And Mm -hmm. that's when I feel like a lot of things are done only from your head. So you're overthinking everything. You're worried about everything. You're thinking everything is going to, you can think about the worst possible outcome instead of, you know, having the idea, take it into your heart and then going for it. And it seems like that's what you do really naturally, Yeah, which is really cool because you're so magical. It's just, (laughs) I feel like I definitely like, I'm in my head a lot though, for sure. Like I have to kind of force myself. Like it's weird because I, I, like we talked about before, like Mm -hmm. I've had definitely had like a lot of struggles with anxiety and like anxiety comes from overthinking and like thinking Mm -hmm. about the future and like not being present in the moment. And I definitely like struggle with that a lot. I think because like to circle back because I just got completely lost on that track, but like I definitely feel like I struggle with anxiety a lot and I overthink a lot and like I'm thinking about the future a lot. And I think because like I have had a lot happen so quickly and a lot of success in a very short period of time, like I feel pressure to be like to continue that and like to be like, okay, what's next? Like I feel like I'm constantly like trying to like up my game and step things up. And like there's a a lot of pressure that comes with social media, I think, too, because like as much as you don't want to think about the numbers, like, you do end up thinking about the numbers. Like, it's just, like, something – well, I do at least. I don't know. Like, I, I think, like – Well, it's a – it's a, it's a. I mean, the numbers are just a growth. So it's a way to track yeah. growth. Am I growing or am I staying still? And yeah. And it's very strange because we never it's have weird. done that before in our lives. Yeah. Uh, it's you, weird. You know, but you track growth with that and everything. Like, in your salon, yeah. if you're trying to see am I – Am I having good retention with my clientele? Am I getting enough new clients to fill my book? Um, you know, is my time being used efficiently? Like we track everything yeah. for growth with numbers. So it makes sense. But it is yeah. like a, like you said, a pressure. Yeah, for sure. So I think like there's, I go through periods of time and I think that people can probably relate to this because like I'll have periods of time where I'm like so inspired. I'm like, oh my God, like I want to do a photo shoot every single day. And then, and there's periods of time where I like I literally hate everything that I have in my phone. I'm like, this is ugly. Like, I suck. And I'm like, oh god. And then I'm like, okay, let me just calm down. Like, calm down. Like, I definitely like go through those periods. Like, I don't know what it has to do with. Like, I think sometimes like I definitely get in my head more than other times. And I think it's like if I'm like you said, if I'm not leading with my heart, um, then I definitely get stuck in my head. Uh, and you can feel the difference completely. Like, when you're when you're in your head. Like you said before, like, it doesn't feel good. It feels, like, murky. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you just – you don't – I don't know. I get lost. I get lost when I get stuck in my head. So I have to – I've learned to kind of just push myself out of that. Like, sometimes I'll – like, I can always feel it. Like, I know exactly what's going on. Oh, God. Like, I'm having one of those, like, moments. And it's usually, like, every three or four months I'll go through, like, a funk. And I'm, like, I'm getting off social media. Like, I hate social media like I'm deleting my Instagram blah blah blah, like so dramatic and I'm like okay no you're not like simmer down like and then I know I just know I have to usually during those periods I have to like step away and just like focus on like things that make me happy like not necessarily with hair like I'll just be like okay you know what like I'm gonna go on a hike yeah Mm -hmm. yeah something like that and just like reconnect with things Mm -hmm. and like realize that like my life does not revolve around social media like although however I did my 
Instagram got hacked and deleted the other day and it was the weirdest experience. Like it was so bizarre because it was gone, like gone for like four or five hours. Yeah. And I was like freaking out. Like I literally freaked out because at first it was like somebody had like changed my username. So I couldn't find like Schmegs and Bank was not there anymore. And so I was like, what is going on? But I could still search like my actual name and like a profile will come up. Username was changed. So like it went through like three or four usernames. Like this all happened within the span of like 10 minutes. Like it happened so fast. And then all of a sudden, like I went to type in Shrugs and Bacon and it was like user not found. And I like couldn't log in. It said like the username does not exist. Like it was gone. And then like for like three or four hours, I was like, I was like, well, like, what do I do without my Instagram? Like what like what like this is so weird it was a weird feeling to like think like like I don't know what to do without social media yeah it Mm -hmm. was so weird and then like I mean obviously like I have my clients behind the chair but like for my for like what my goals are like my Instagram like obviously like it's gotten me like opportunities up too but it's almost like a portfolio for me like I was more upset about like losing the content and the pictures and like I feel like I've put together like it's like a portfolio and like obviously I still have the pictures on my phone but it's like I don't know I just like felt it was such a weird feeling to think like what am I without social media but obviously like that's that's a little bit dramatic but I think that social media like it can feel like that sometimes but like you just have to step back and like connect with like other things that you had before social media to remind yourself like I mean don't get me wrong social media is very powerful but it's also like (laughs) all consuming sometimes yeah yeah definitely it was so weird that is crazy weird experience yeah I follow this really amazing uh well she used to be a photographer but now she teaches like a lot of online business and her name's Jenna Kutcher, and she talks about mm. that a lot. She's like, "What if you woke up one day and your Instagram was gone?" She's like, "It can happen. Like thing, like they could shut down Instagram. They could shut yeah. down Facebook. It could just be gone." And like, right. what do you have after that? Like, who, who are you, and what we would you do? Like, so it's really interesting yeah, to, so to think weird. about. And I, I really never gone there before, but. It's really well, people have said that to me before. Like somebody's like people have said like what would like what would happen like like I think it's like there's like um I've heard some people that at my old salon that were like older generation that didn't don't have social media and like they were like, you know, like before social media like you know, they kind of like I feel like sometimes there's like a push and pull with people about like um whether or not you know, like, social media, like, growing up on social media is, like, a good thing or a bad thing, and, like, there's, like, hairdressers, like, obviously haven't always had it, so they, they grew their business, like, word of mouth, or, like, giving out their business cards, and, like, I I forget who it was, but somebody was, would always say, because I was, like, very, like, into social media when I first started, because I was wanting to get those other clients I was talking about earlier, and, you know, like, some people, like, would be, like, really snarky about it, or be, like, think that I was like so weird for being like so obsessed with social media and they were like what would you do like if your Instagram if there was no Instagram like you have to make sure you're a good hairdresser like so that you're successful like one day your Instagram could just be gone and I always just kind of like rolled my eyes not like just like not like in a disrespectful way but just kind of like I was like oh they don't get social media or oh they don't understand like I mean I guess that is kind of rude but I was like yeah like they don't you know, I was like I guess like, that is kind of rude but I was like 
oh, they don't understand whatever. And I was like, that's, that would never happen. But then, like, it did. And it was granted it was only for four hours. And I'm so lucky that I got my Instagram back. And, like, I lost some of my business insights, which kind of sucks. But, like, if that's all that I lost, like, I'll take it. So, like, but I had never, I always, like, thought that that would never, I was like, that's never going to happen. Like, that would never happen to me, whatever. Well, the, and, like, the really cool thing is that what you've done with Instagram and, and just your, your whole um, presence uh, with people in general is building relation, like building connections and building relationships. Like I met you one time and I always like, I love going to your page. I love seeing what you're up to. I love like seeing like your new adventures and what things you're accomplishing because I feel like I know you on a different level, which we don't like we we're it's not like we're on the phone all the time being like, hey, what's up? What are you doing today? But I feel very connected with you because of what you put out. And I think that that is probably the most powerful thing that we can do at this point is just be I mean, authentic is a word that's tossed around a lot, but be as genuine and ourselves like our real true selves that we can yeah so that yeah. if if the all one day this all turns to shit and it's gone <laughs> like at least yeah. you have that bond so people would be like oh, so true where is meg what happened yeah. here where'd she go i want to know what she's what she's doing <laughs> what's going on and find you in other ways or be able to connect with you in other ways that's way beyond just like the back of a head picture or you that's know so something true. like that and i think that you've done a really yeah. great job with that even just doing silly things like your carpool videos or, you know, talking about like your personal life. I mean, we don't have Goofball. to put our entire personal lives out there. I'm not saying that, but yeah, at least like some of our, you know, I, I think that the, the coolest thing to do, because everybody's talking about like, it seems so perfect and your life's so great and everything's like this and that and blah, 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 is instead of talking about like all of the bad things that happen in our lives. Cause I'm like, I'm like, is that what you're after? You want to hear about the struggles is talking about times that we've struggled and how we've overcame because that's, yeah. what's really inspiring to people. It's not that Definitely. they're seeking like to see that you have a hor- like, Oh, she must have something horrible going on. They don't want to breed yeah. that, but like at yeah. least have something to relate to, you know, like talking, you know, you've talked about, your anxiety and like struggles with that and I think people like yeah. to hear that you overcome it you know and don't yeah let it take over maybe it'll take over for a day or a week yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. but like why sit in that you know? yeah I like after the um after the behind the chair show I made a post about that because like I was telling you before like I had like a full-blown panic attack I was literally like tears streaming down my face and like was backstage and like literally was like 30 second countdown and I was like freaking out and like I was going on stage for Farouk and Anna Cantu was in the back with me and she was like trying to like calm me down and then Mary came over and she's like let me talk to her and she was like talking to me and she's like, just breathe like like you know like I picked you to go up there for a reason like you can do this like have to like talk me through it and then they were like all right Meg like you gotta go you gotta go and I literally like ran on the stage with like tears like still streaming down my face and it was the kind of like I know that everyone knows what this is, but you know, like sometimes when you cry and it's so intense, even if it's a short amount of time, but it's like so worked up, like your eyes just get puffy, even if it's only for Mm -hmm. a little, like a few minutes or like a minute. So like I walked on the stage, like tears streaming down my face still, like my eyes were like swollen 
and like just walked out there and like figured it out. And I was on stage for 45 minutes. So like it was a long time to be on. That's a, that's a long time to be on stage for me. But like especially like running like straight from having an anxiety attack. So like I made a post about it and I put it on my Instagram story. And it's funny because like a lot of people tagged me. Like a lot of people were watching in the audience and like tagged me in their stories and stuff. And like I was like looking at the pictures and the videos and, like, my little eyes were just, like, puffballs. And I was, like, oh, God. But, like, everyone was, like, I would have never known. Like, you just, like, seemed so put together. And, like, you were, like, laughing and, like, smiling. Like, you never would be able to tell. And I was, like, yeah, well, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I guess freaking in that moment, did it. I was just, like, I was, like, I just, you just have to. It's, like, do or die time. Like, I mean, I couldn't be, like, no. <laughs> yeah, literally. And, like, so I had so many people DM me, like that's so inspiring. Like I struggle so much with anxiety. Like, I don't know that I could ever be on stage or like, like all of these DMS. And like, it was so, it was so nice to see, like, cause I try to be like as honest and open as possible. Like, I don't really care. Like I'm one of those people that like, I feel like you get, you get what you put out. So like, mm -hmm. I, I always try to be that way and like say like what I'm going through. And like, I always want to relate to people. Like I'm, I'm one of those people that like, I feel like I'm really empathetic, which is a good thing and a bad thing because, like, you have to be protective of your energy when you're like Absolutely. that. Sometimes, like, it can be, like, super exhausting. But I feel like I always, like, want to help people. So I, you know, I posted that and I got so many DMs, like, I struggle with anxiety. Like, I could never do that. And I'm, like, they were, like, watching you, like, say that, that you went through that. Like, you never would have known. Like, that's so inspiring. It, like, gives me hope that, like, I'd be able to do that one day. Mm -hmm. So, like, just, like, hearing all those messages was, like, it's just so great. Like social media, I feel like can also be like such a platform too, like such a positive platform. Absolutely. So like that was really cool. Like putting, putting that out there and like being like open about it was like, and like seeing the response, like I was going to put it out there anyways, just to be like, you know, just to let people know, like I wanted to put it out there, let people know that, you know, you can have that struggle and still be able to do stuff because I never, like, I didn't think that, in that moment, I didn't think I was like, I, all I wanted to do was like run the opposite direction, yeah. like just run the opposite mm -hmm. direction. And mostly I didn't because I didn't want to disappoint Mary. It wasn't even about <laughs> me at that point. I was like, okay, like, I gotta do gotta this. this out. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But like, yeah, that was really cool to see. Like that's some perseverance though. Seriously. Like crazy. that's, that's overcoming your mind. And that is one of the most powerful things. Like, I'm so glad that you're sharing that because so many people get stuck there. Yeah. They do run sure. the other way. They, yeah. they they see this opportunity and it's too big. It's too heavy. It's too overwhelming. And they're like, nope, it's easier just to stay where I am. And, yeah. you know, to have real growth, if you want to be happier, if you want to be more successful, you have to run into it. And you have to let that fear yeah. just like fly by you instead of sitting in it. You sit in it, you're going to freak out. Yeah. Just like let it go by. Be like, have fear, bye fear. We're just going. Yeah. I don't even know yeah. what I'm saying right now, but <laughs> yeah. we're going for it. I know. It. Yeah, it was crazy, but. But okay, well, I, I, I know that you have to go. Um, she has a bride coming in for a yes. engagement picture, so we've got to go. But we're going to do – can we do the 20 questions? Do you have time really quick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So let's uh, jump into these 20 questions so we can get to know Meg a little bit better. All right, you ready? Yes. Okay. Favorite bands right now? Um. So I'm, like, super into musicals, and I've been listening to the Hamilton soundtrack, like, on repeat, and then also, like, Post Malone, and then I don't know how you say their name, but, like, Joji or jo whatever, J-O-J-I, like, I'm obsessed. Ooh, good stuff. What are you reading right now? 
I'm actually um, this book that is called the uh, the Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. It's Ugh, I've already Brene read it, Brown. but I'm rereading it because like I just needed a reminder. But it's great. Everybody should read it. What does your ideal day off look like? Um, I feel like as as much as I'm not a morning person, like when I do have a day off, I like to wake up super early, get coffee, like sit on my computer for a little bit at Starbucks, and then like get some life tasks done. But I like to just kind of like do nothing honestly like go for a hike or like i don't know just like disconnect be lazy favorite podcasts um anything that's like true crime related i'm obsessed with right now i'm listening to a killing on the cape which is really <laughs> really really great and then i love up and vanished i listened to dr death and i couldn't sleep for like six days i'm afraid to even go there because i'm <laughs> such a hypochondriac <laughs> don't do it <laughs> not even just no i'm not i won't <laughs> no 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 girl i know better <laughs> And the mom, my the dog, my dog like had my surgery and I was like, they messed oh, hell it up. No. They're trying to right. kill her. Just kidding. Exactly. Um, I'm going to go there. <laughs> how long have you been a hairdresser? Um, I've been licensed for a little over a year and a half. In one word, how would you describe the hair industry? Um, hmm. Inspiring? Mm. Emotional? I don't know. That's two <laughs> words. Sorry. I cheated. It's good. <laughs> favorite color uh, yeah um probably like any shade of teal I love teal what's your favorite treasure what do you always like keep with you something keepsake um hmm. I used to have this like huge teddy bear that I carried with me everywhere it was like oversized and it like got kind of weird because I'm like a grown adult but now I feel like I take like I usually just like want to make sure that I have like a book or a journal with me wherever I go mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what it is, just something. Something to read or write. Favorite aroma? Favorite smell? Ooh, um, I think probably like pumpkin. Like I have a pumpkin spice Yankee candle. Oh, and, like I love the way it smells. Are you one of Oof, those basic so uh, Starbucks pumpkin spice latte people? I don't like the, the pumpkin spice latte. So like, no. But I do like anything <laughs> other, other than that pumpkin related. Okay, so, kind of. let's see. Favorite service to facilitate behind the chair? Hmm. I mean, probably. I'm definitely a color, color, for sure. Yeah. Favorite food? Lasagna. Most used mantra. Like, what do you tell yourself in your mind to, to get past hard stuff? What do you tell Meg? I always tell myself nothing, nothing is, like, nothing is permanent or, like, nothing lasts forever. Because, like, with my anxiety, like, I used to have a life coach that was great. Like, I would still talk to her, but, like, she, I don't do life coaching with her anymore but she always used to say because like my anxiety would be so overpowering like like nothing is permanent like feelings just they're just temporary so mm -hmm. like whatever you're feeling like it will pass like don't let it overtake you kind of favorite word um I think probably hustle I have a hustle, hustle necklace <laughs> that's good yeah what fascinates you uh serial killers I'm like so like I I like love reading about serial killers. Like, I hate it. I know that sounds really weird, but like they fascinate me. Like they fascinate me. I don't understand. Like yeah, it's wild. It's messed up. They're crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. What do you want to see change in the hair industry? Um, I would like to see like, I mean, I I think this applies to everything in life, but like I would just like to see. Um, some of like the negativity on social media just shift more to a, on a positive 
track and people kind of just like stick to talking about hair and lifting each other up as opposed to like any kind of drama 100 yeah what is your message to your peers um to my peers I think you know just like whatever your dreams are like nothing's too big like like I was talking about earlier you can do anything that you want like as long as you just like keep your mind on it and like don't let other people discourage you or like even yourself Mm-hmm. Just, like, go after your goals, like, relentlessly, and, like, you can do whatever. Favorite quote? Um, I actually just got it tattooed. It's, release yourself from the prison of your mind so you may walk the kingdom of your heart. It's a Rumi quote. Oh, hell yeah. I love that. I love Rumi. I just got it tattooed on my arms. That's yeah, amazing. So good. Who is the most influential person yeah. in your career right now? Um, I would probably have to say Mary. For who, sure. Who has been your most impactful mentor? Um, I think probably Mary again in terms of like my career, but in terms of like learning stuff, my roommate actually. Um, she's a hairdresser as well. And she was, I was her personal assistant at my old salon and she taught me so much. Um, so I feel like her for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Who else should we interview on this podcast? Ooh, who do you think would be um, good to talk with? Hmm. Oh God, that's so hard. There's so many people. Um, you know who I love that I feel like I want to like know more about their personal story. Um, Christina Cheeseman. <gasps> I feel like she'd okay, be really good. Okay, that's so funny because and she's I, hilarious. Oh my God, that's so hilarious because I am in love with her <laughs> and I just messaged I her, her two days ago and I said, oh, she's so funny. Because I've been telling her I want her to put one of those little rainbow things in my hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. And, I, a beast. and I, I just her. follow everything she does. I love her so much. And I asked yeah. her if she would be on. And she said, oh, my God, it sounds terrifying. I'm in. <laughs> oh, my God. I love her. I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. It's going to be so good. So I'm I'm super pumped. Um, actually, if there's a couple other Hell people yeah. on the BTC team that I've been talking with that I've become pretty close with that are going to probably be on, too. So. Yes. Maybe one day we'll have I a little BTC roundtable. Yes. You guys oh can God, all talk so together. Um, yes. Okay, that, that's awesome because, Christina, you're next, girl. Yes. <laughs> We're coming for you. Okay, Meg, I know you got to go, but thank you so much for yeah, being on today. You. This was amazing. Anytime so you want to hop back on, you got something to say, you let me know. Girl, you don't, t- don't tempt me. I'll be on here every day. <laughs> Yes. Well, you have fun in the chair. I love you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Love you too. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. I hope you really loved that super fun conversation with Meg Scapani, a.k.a. Schmegs and Bacon. If you loved Limitless Hairdresser, please go and subscribe so you can get every week our newest download straight to your phone and you won't ever miss an episode. Make sure to take a screenshot of yourself listening to this episode and share it in your stories. Tag Limitless Hairdresser. Tag me. Tag Meg. We would love to hear what you have to say about the episode, who else you'd like to see on the show, and any feedback that you really have for us, we would love to hear from you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Keep killing it. We love you. Talk to you next time.